Happy Thursday, Tucson, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke, coming to you from a remote in California, but that doesn't mean that we aren't going to be talking Arizona athletics. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. First, you might be saying, Mike, what's that in the background right there? Glad you asked. I'm in a hotel in California right now, but you know what? There are many people that are in this area who might be playing for the U of A. We know one already in Charles Yates. There might be some other ones. Wink, wink. We don't know. We'll find out. But Let's talk about Arizona's recruiting class right now because that's where we're at. Jed Fish uh, had signing day yesterday, and he broke down everything you need to know. And we're going to go position by position, tell you what you need to know. And first, let's start in the QB room. Now, essentially on the roster, there's two good quarterbacks right now. We all know that. There's Noah Fafita as the backup, and there's Jaden Delora. Now, the guy that you look at and you say, what could he uh, – he looks a little bit different – Braden Dorman, big man out of Colorado, six foot five with a rifle arm, can make all the throws. Looks drastically different than Delora or and Fafita, but you can tell by Jed Fish's talk about him that he thinks that this guy is going to be a big time player. And if you think that I know anything, then I am going to confirm what Jed Fish has said. I think that he's going to be a big time player. I uh, don't know when he's going to hit the field, but when he hits the field. He's going to be a problem. Jed Fish has been all over him. He's very, very good. Rightfully so. He has the Mike Luke signature of approval for what that's worth. All right. Now, looking at the running backs then. We all know that Arizona's got three really good running backs. And Michael Wiley. Then you got Jonah Coleman, DJ Williams, and my, my, my favorite, Speedy Luke, who you know we call fam on this show. Now, again, Rayshon Luke, not related to Mike Luke. But at the end of the day, very fast, very good. Now, Brandon Johnson coming in out of Palmdale, California, kind of an undersized scat back type. But as we've talked about many, many times over the years, Jed Fish likes fast players. Jed Fish likes guys that can make plays in space. And that is exactly what Brandon Johnson can do. Um, you can tell just by watching Jed Fish speak that he has uh, big plans for the uh, youngster out of Palmdale. Running back position looks very, very good. Now, how many times in the past have uh, you watched an Arizona game and said, man, we don't have any receivers? Well, you didn't say that this past year because you could easily make the case that Arizona had the best receiving core in the country. I kid you not. It's just the way it is. You look at it. Dorian Singer, who is now at USC. We didn't want him anyways. I'm just kidding with you. But you had uh, Dorian Singer, leading player. And then on top of that, you also had a guy in uh, Jacob Cowing, who is the best wide receiver on the team. And then five-star T-Mac out of uh, California, was a freshman All-American, big-time player. We all know what we saw right there. Then waiting in the wings, it becomes interesting. You got Kevin Green, kid out of uh, uh, California, was an ex-USC commit. And very, very good player. We all, uh, he really showed in uh, in practice. And I would imagine that he's going to have a nice little impact this year. Then after that, A.J. Jones, monster, six foot six kid out of uh, California, ex-UCLA uh, commit. 
he's going to be another guy that you're going to need uh, that's going to probably get a lot of looks with the football. Then uh, after that, you got a couple other wild cards. Gary Bryant Jr., ex-USC player, or you know, coming here could easily be a swap for Dorian Singer. Now again, nothing, nothing official, nothing we, we know right now, but could easily be a swap right there. Then on top of that, you got Mario Wilson, kid out of California, was a Utah commit. I don't care what his ranking is. If he was a Utah commit, I like him. He's good enough for Kyle Whittingham. He's good enough for me. Good enough for everybody else out there. The wide receiver unit is absolutely loaded. Then on the offensive line, was talking with my good friend Stoney Pelletier, one of the best coaches in all of Southern Arizona. You might know him from his work at Sal Point, obviously the best school in the city when it comes to producing football players. But I was telling him, I said, Got this guy, Jonas Savanea, as a freshman, who's an absolute monster and uh, looks like he should be at Alabama, and he 100% played that out. When you've got a kind of bench press that Savanea did when he showed up here as a 17 or an 18-year-old, you know that you're dealing with a different type of animal, and that's exactly what Jonas Savanea is, a different type of animal. And so you got him, and then you got Wendell Moe, um, kid out of Long Beach Poly, freshman that started to guard big time uh, uh, the interior of the line is absolutely fantastic. Lots to like right there. Then you got at the guard, the uh, tackle position. It becomes a little interesting because you've already got Jordan Morgan, obviously Adam Arana, who um, basically uh, eschewed the uh, NFL for a year so that he could come back, rehabilitate his knee, get better. And then you lose Peyton fears on the other side of the, uh, the line. But I think you're hoping that a guy like a Polito coming in, ex-Alabama commit, could maybe be the elixir on that other side. Now, again, I don't know that's going to be the case, but there's certainly a lot to like there about what he can do. Jed Fish did a great job with his offense last year. I think you're going to only see it improve even more. Now, going to the defensive side of the ball, kind of some rough performances last year. I don't think that I'm really breaking any news, but there are some things to like. The thing that Jed Fish has done that I think is incredibly impressive is he's been able to get guys under the radar players who don't exactly fit that five-star billing, and he's coached them up. We've talked about it before. Ty Ty Uyagalele, Jonathan Kangaika at the defensive tackle positions, both under the radar, high two, low three-star kids out of California, stepped right in and started this past year. Deuce Davis, another one, led the state in sacks. The, uh, his senior year two years ago at Chandler High School. And he's about six foot four, 210, but came in and he became Arizona's best pass rusher, or at least best young pass rusher by the, uh, the end of the season. And that's what Fish has been able to do, especially with in state kids. They've been able to find some diamonds in the rough and they've been able to really coach them up. And I think that's what you're looking for. Now, who could be those guys? In this class, it's going to be fascinating because you've got a bunch of different options right there. You've got a guy in, you got a guy in, um, um, excuse me, right there, Sterling Lane, ex four star guy. Maybe you put him at that pass rusher position. But then, Big Bill Norton, best name ever, Big Bill Norton out of Georgia. Now, some people will say, "Oh, well, Mike, he didn't play at Georgia, or he didn't play a ton at Georgia." I don't care. Arizona's not Georgia. It doesn't matter to me. Big Bill Norton right there can push the pile, 6'5", 330. Don't need him to be a pass rusher. Just need him to be solid, need him to be consistent. And you can tell the Jed Fish is very excited on what Big Bill Norton could bring. 
And then the linebacker spot, this is really where Fish knocked the ball out of the park. We already know about Jacob Manu, um, freshman All-American this past year. Out of all the Servite kids, they brought in Noah Fafita, Kean Burnett, and uh, T-Mac. This was a kid that was the most lightly recruited out of all of them, and you could make the case that he turned out to be the best, at least as a freshman, all over the field. By the end of the year, he was generally tackling, getting 12, 13 tackles per game, uh, getting into the backfield. He's obviously back. He's going to be a linchpin. You bring in Justin Flo, five-star kid uh, two years ago, transfer from Oregon. You also bring in a Leviticus Sua, four-star kid out of modern day. And that linebacking unit all of a sudden looks pretty enticing, looks pretty good. I uh, I sign off on that as well for whatever it's worth. And then, obviously, in the defensive backfield, you've got some in- you've got some really interesting guys. Now, again, you lose Christian Roland Wallace, which there's no way around it. He's a loss. Um, go- goes off to USC. Been a longtime starter at the U of A. He, uh, you know, he does everything pretty much the right way. Pretty much everything that you want to be able to uh, do, but. You've also got some other guys. You got Ephesians Prysock, ex UCLA dec- or a commit, four star kid last year, six foot two, six foot three, and Takario Davis, who I would imagine are going to be the starters. Then you got another guy in trade in Stooks, walk on originally out of Phoenix, a little bit undersized, but pretty heady, um, has a nose for the football. He's probably going to be your nickel. And so you're young there, but you're still good. And then at the safety spot, um, you got Isaiah Taylor, Jason Taylor's son. Uh, the coaching staff absolutely loves him with good reason because, well, quite frankly, he's good. And then after that, you got some other guys. You got uh, a Genesis Smith, kid out of Chandler, who I know the coaching staff is very, very high on. Uh, bigger safety, as we've talked about. Jed Fish likes to get these bigger players in there. About six foot one, six foot two. Knows for the ball. Wouldn't surprise me if he ends up starting at some point. Jed Fish has essentially talked about how he thinks that he's going to be a big time player. And then after that, you got some other guys. You got a DJ Warnell. You've got a um, you've got a uh, guys like that. Gunnar Maldonado, and that's kind of where you're going to try to figure that one out. Now we're going to talk about what that really means here in just a second. But first, Fanduel. All right, now Fanduel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Here's the deal. You can put down $5 on a game as a new customer, and you can get up to $150 in free plays. You might say to yourself, Mike, that's too good to be true. It sounds too good to be true, but I'm telling you it's not too good to be true because it's actually happened. I know many people that have struck it very well off using FanDuel. Again, check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Check it out. Again, you got football, you got basketball. Heck, I don't even like baseball, but you know what? In the past, when I've wanted to make something interesting, I've been on baseball as well. And again, you got a gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you all taken care of. You know the drill. All right, we'll be right back with you. We're going to talk about special teams here in just a second. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, special teams time. Let's talk about fam. Rayshon Speedy Luke. You all remember him out of Bosco. He was the MVP of the All-American Bowl, the Under Armour All-American Bowl last year. Played for Snoop Dogg in his in his uh in his league and really really good. Now, again, 
many people will say, Mike Luke, are you related to Rayshon Speedy Luke? No, we're not. We have similar physical dimensions, but he is much faster than me. He is much more explosive than me. So we're no, we are not related. But I do think that he's going to take this next step this year. I think he's going to be a big time player for the Cats. I think that he's got the ability. Um, he's just got to bulk up because again, when you're about 5'8, 160, it's just hard to really be able to take the rigors right there of college athletics. But I think that he's going to be able to do everything uh, that Arizona needs him to do to become that guy. Again, I've always looked at him and thought that he could be a DeAnthony Thomas type, somebody like that, that, yes, you're not going to really be able to carry the ball um, in a manner in which, you know, you're in which you're accustomed to, but you're also, you're also pretty, you're just different athletically. I think uh, Jed Fish has talked about that. He wants to get him in that 170 range. You get him in that 170 range. All of a sudden, I think it becomes very interesting then for, uh, uh, for fans, for uh, people watching the Air university of Arizona football team. So again, Rayshon speedy Luke right there. Um, big, uh, big time possibilities right there. Big time get. Now, some of the other guys that are returning kicks, I don't really know, but you got to get more explosive. Last year, you had Anthony Simpson returning kicks. He doesn't do anything for you. No team was worried about kicking to him. I love Jacob Cowing's fantastic. He's an NFL receiver. We know that, but I also don't want to see him get hurt because he doesn't come off the field. I don't really want him returning kicks, but, and then at the kicker position, I think that we're in a pretty good spot right there. I'm going to break that down in just a second. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, think in the past here. We're going to wrap up with special teams here, and then we're going to be talking uh, next uh, next episode. We'll be talking about, obviously, some Arizona basketball. But think back to it for uh, to a certain extent where you had guys who just could not even make extra points. Remember Alex Zendejas. This is the guy that was famous for kicking the ball into the butt of his center more likely than actually making an extra point. You don't want that. That's not good. So when you got Tyler Loop out there, I don't care if he can't kick it from 60. He's automatic from 45 in. That's what you want to see. And then after that, Ostendorp, one of the best kickers in the Pac-12. So again, I feel pretty good about where the special teams is. And quite frankly, if I were going on to FanDuel, I would look at that over under of Arizona of uh, six wins, and I would say, you know what, I'm going over. I'm guaranteeing you we're going bowling this year, fam. We're going to have a good time here. Jed Fish has uh, delivered on all of his promises, and I think he's going to continue to. By the way, offering cruise rushing or getting cruise rushing here at the U of A was something that the other coaching staffs just didn't get. Now, again, cruise rushing might not be anything more than a special teams player, but you get him on campus. You've already then you know that he's got your five star brother Elijah rushing. You're prioritizing Sal Point. That's the kind of stuff that Jed Fish gets. The guys like Sumlin, guys like Rich Rod did it. All right, a little bit of shorter of a pod today. Be back with you tomorrow in full force. But as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. <laughs>